0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The phone rings from your doctor's office. Seems that your doctor has found something in your blood work, and she wants you to come back in for a follow-up appointment and some more tests. The nurse doesn't tell you anything on the phone. It's Monday, and the next appointment isn't until Friday. So now you have to wait. Your mind starts to think of all the possibilities. It seems like the more you think about it, the more the fear starts to set in. You hardly sleep at all that week. It's a fear that that runs deep. It's a fear that the doctor is going to use words like cancer, or maybe even something worse. But it's a fear that actually runs a little bit deeper than that. And if we think about it, and if we're really honest with ourselves, it's a fear that, that we share in common. It's that ultimate fear of death. Today, our sermon series continues at standing at the foot of the cross, standing at the cross, and, and we're talking about standing unafraid. And I, I really like this image of standing at the cross. Dietrich Bonhoeffer talks about it and, and the fact that we're all as sinners at the foot of the cross. And, and today, as we're going through this sermon series, we're actually following some of the teachings of Dr. Martin Luther. It's the 500th anniversary year of the Reformation, as many of you know. And so we're spending a little bit extra time uh, looking back on, on some of Luther's uh, teachings and writings. And this standing at the cross, this theme is is one that we as Lutherans take very seriously. If you notice, in in all of our major gathering spaces, there's a cross. A lot of them are very similar to this one. And and what it does, it puts us in a perspective, in the right place, to have that cross always before us, to remember what Jesus did for us. And standing unafraid, and as we think about fear today, it, it occurred to me that we're looking at an image of death. And, and we, we put this image all around. It's almost as if to say, we don't have to fear that now. That great fear of death. Actually, in a sermon, in a Linton sermon in 1533, Martin Luther put it this way. He said, even though death consume us, we will not feel its sharp fangs for Christ's word is our armor that supplies us with the confident life and a quiet peaceful death and eternal life isn't that what we all want don't we want to know and really trust what Jesus taught us about death and don't we want to know and trust what Jesus Revealed to us what he experienced himself about death. You see, the problem is for us, we don't know someone who has who has died and gone to the other side and experienced what life is like there, and then come back to tell us with any credibility. We we so want to believe that there is more to our existence than just this earthly life, and, and that death is not the end that there's more to come, but still there we are lying in bed at night with the fear of death gripping our hearts. And wouldn't it be great I don't know if you like the, the comic book movies and stuff, but the Iron Man movie, wouldn't it be great if you had some kind of suit that would just kind of wrap around you and would protect you from anything that might hurt you? You know, we see in the news people that, that uh, are attacked or, or there's terrorist things happening and, and mass shootings and things. If we could have the confidence to know I could walk down any street in America and nobody's going to be able to get at me because I've got this awesome suit and, and it's going to protect me. But even if you had the Iron Man suit protecting you on the outside, still the ravages of of sickness and, and disease could still get you from the inside. You see, death is something that we will never be able to escape. It's a reality. It was actually the reality that came into our world because of our sin, When Adam and Eve sinned, death, which was not a part of God's plan, all of a sudden now death was what the effect of that sin was. As St. Paul says, the wages of sin is death. And it's all around us. There's no escaping it. But we do have an armor. We do have an armor, Luther mentioned it in that sermon. He said, we have this armor of God that is the very word of God, that is our protection against not a physical death, a death that's far worse than that. It's our protection against an eternal death. And it's an armor that has always protected the people of God from way back in the beginning." In our opening reading today, Dr. Bob took a section of that that Joshua passage that we know so well. Be strong and courageous. Joshua had that armor. In in, uh, the New Testament, Paul, in our reading today, he he was writing to a young Timothy. Paul, Paul knew that armor even in the midst of being on trial. Paul had that armor of God. That very word of God. And the very word of God became flesh in Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, we do have the armor of God. Joshua, that be strong and courageous. I'm not sure if any of our comprimands have used that yet, but it's a favorite one. It's a favorite passage. You see it in places. Be strong and courageous. It's a great picture of standing unafraid. Joshua was was looking across the river at, at what God had already told him was his That that is yours. It was a reality that was his, but he he wasn't experiencing it yet. And he was fearful because he knew there was an army over there that was was almost impossible to defeat. And the word of the Lord comes to him and says, be strong and courageous for I am going to be with you. That's the armor that you and I have. Are, Are you going into surgery? Know that the Lord goes with you? Are you walking down the aisle? The Lord goes with you. Are you you going to a funeral? The Lord goes with you. Are you going to your own grave? The Lord goes with you and gives you eternal life. Paul, in our reading today, He was was in prison actually writing to a young Timothy. And I just think it's fascinating that here's Paul sitting in prison and he's giving encouragement to Timothy, and not only to Timothy, but to you and me today, as he is in in, in, in chains, in jail, in prison, he's writing to say, this word of the Lord is for you to give you strength. The way that Paul puts it here. He says... The Lord will rescue you. He says, It has rescued me from every evil deed and will bring me safely into His heavenly kingdom. To Him be the glory forever and ever. The word of the Lord is there to rescue us. Are you feeling like you're being drawn back into a temptation that you thought you'd put aside? The Lord is there in His word to rescue you. Are you feeling like you've been abandoned? by the people that you thought you could trust. The Lord is there to rescue you. The word of the Lord became flesh. That's what what Lent is about. As we focus on the fact that the God of of all the universe humbled himself so much to the point that he he gave up his his heavenly kingdom and, 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 and took on flesh, but not only that, he took on flesh so that he could experience the pain that you and I experience. So that he could experience the the temptation and the trials that you and I experience. He took on flesh so so that he could go to the cross and experience the death that you and I will experience. He took on flesh so that he could lie in the grave. But he also took on flesh to show us the new life, the resurrection that is our hope as well. A physical resurrection. He is the one that we know who has gone beyond the grave, experienced life on the other side, and come back and said, guess what? I'm taking you with me. The word of the Lord comes to us today to give us confidence, to be able to stand at the foot of the cross, to be able to stand before even death itself, unafraid. So we don't have to fear when the doctor calls. Jesus Christ has defeated our greatest enemy, death itself. He has called us with this new life revealed to us to now live out that life, to now bring that confidence into our, into our dealings with others and share the, the promise, the hope of, of life beyond this life. We can share that with those around us. Brothers and sisters, our God has come to us in his word, continues to come to us today, and he says, do not be afraid, for I go with you. You can stand even before death, stand unafraid. Amen.